Welcome to Chapter 1 of Health System CIO's interview with Christopher Timbers, CIO at North Bay Healthcare. In this segment, Timbers talks about the challenges of being an independent organization in a sea of large IDNs, how they're redefining roles to focus more on workflow redesign and benefit realizations, and his goals when it comes to user satisfaction. The following Health System CIO podcast is brought to you by LK, a nationwide leader in healthcare connectivity. Decommission your legacy systems with LK Archive. All systems, all data, one consolidated solution. Retain 100% of your legacy data at 20% of the cost with LK Archive. For more information, visit lk.com. That's E-L-L-K-A-Y dot com. Thank you so much, Chris, for taking some time to speak with Health System CIO. My pleasure. So to start, let's get some information about North Bay Healthcare uh, in terms of hospitals, some of the other offerings, and of course where you're located. Sure. So North Bay Healthcare is an integrated delivery network. We have two hospitals. We have a physician foundation because it's California, so you can't employ physicians directly, but our foundation is up to about 145 physicians, both specialty care and primary care. We have an ambulatory surgery center, home health, hospice, pretty much the full spectrum of healthcare. We sit about an hour north of San Francisco and about an hour west of Sacramento. If you were to go back maybe 20, 25 years ago, we would have been kind of your typical community hospital providing services here. But for any specialty care, you would have had to go out of the area to those other urban settings. And over the last 25 years, there's been a big focus to bring specialty care into this area. So we've done that both on the hospital side and then also through our practices. The mission of North Bay Healthcare is compassionate care, advanced medicine close to home, and I think that really states very succinctly what we're about and what we're trying to do for the community that we serve here in Solano County. I think one of the things that makes us unique, especially in Northern California, where we're surrounded by really large health systems like Sutter, Dignity, and Kaiser, is we're one of the few independents and pretty much strongly committed to staying independent at this point in time. And I think one of those drivers is exactly that. It's keeping that advanced care and those specialty practices in this area. And I think there's a concern from our board who are all local business people in Solano County and our leadership that if we were to become part of a larger health system, a decision might be made that it's more economical to move some of that specialty services back into some of those urban areas where there's an economy of scale. So right now, we're pretty committed to staying independent and pretty committed to delivering on that mission of keeping those specialty services in this area. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because it was definitely something I wanted to talk about being in a really competitive area as far as healthcare. But it seems that North Bay has really been able to, to stay true to its, its roots. And I can imagine that that's easy, especially now. It definitely has its challenges, and, and having personally come from some larger healthcare organizations, there's no question that we miss out on some economy of scale, especially in, in a service like IT. But I think you know we try to balance that with some of the agility and, and other things that being a smaller, more nimble organization can bring. Right. Okay. In some ways, the competition can be a positive thing in that it's a driver to, to really make sure that you are doing the best you can. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think we look for ways to really distinguish ourselves among our competition in in that regard as well. And I think it comes out in a little bit in terms of some of the physicians that we're able to recruit into the organization because we are different than what most of the other options in the area would be. Right. And as far as population, do you have a fairly uh, diverse population as far as, as the patients? Pretty diverse. You know, we're in a, a semi-rural area, um, you know, kind of a, the full spectrum, I think, social economically here. So we see a little bit of everything in, in our patient mix. Right. Okay. And as far as the, the clinical applications in the hospitals, are you using Cerner? We are. We are a Cerner shop. Cerner has okay. actually been here since 2003. So we're using it in Pretty much all, all clinical areas, I think the only exception is we're using the old Keen system for billing still at this point in time. So most of our effort on the electronic health record has been to kind of round out specialty practices. In the last couple of years, we've implemented their oncology module, the maternal and child health module. Probably our, our biggest challenge is because we have such a mature implementation of Cerner, that we haven't always kept up with latest best practices. So a lot of our effort recently has been to go back to Cerner and say, okay, you know, our implementation is, is 15 years old. What are some of the, the things that we've learned since that point in time and what are some of the things that we can do better? So there's been a lot of effort to uh, update our implementation to some of the current best practices. I think right. in, the, in the ambulatory space in particular, we've been very successful recently with rolling out their workflow M pages and dynamic okay. documentation, and, and pretty much did a redesign in that space for how we're using Cerner for physician documentation and interaction. Um, rolled out Mmodal's Fluency Direct cloud voice recognition system at the same time, and that's been really successful. So that's been a big um, satisfier with a lot of our, our physicians and uh, caregivers. Right. Yeah, and when you talked about as far as in the hospitals looking to update that implementation, obviously that that's something where you don't want it to, to interfere too much with workflow, but how is that something that you think will be approached as far as the right way to do that? Actually, a lot of I think what we're learning is that in some cases we really do need to modify the workflow. A lot of the early implementations were still replicating paper processes and not leveraging things being electronic as much as they should. And so in some cases, we're pushing back a little bit on that and saying, no, you know, we need to rethink some of the workflows. Uh, about three years ago, we sat down with our clinical informatics team and, and kind of redefined some of the roles of that group to be more focused on both workflow redesign and then benefit realization for our clinical system. And, and those benefit realizations can be sometimes financial, but more often than not, it's not financial. It's around patient safety. It's around improving quality of care. But trying to get to a point where we're really measuring our effectiveness and rolling out those systems, and if we're not getting the benefit that we're seeing, we're not getting the improvements in quality, then sometimes it's going back and looking at the workflow as well as the system design to kind of get that mm. whole piece together and get to the benefit realization that we're looking for. Okay. Okay. Now, as far as the improvements that have been made in the clinics as far as usage, are those some things that could possibly translate on the hospital side, or is it really specific to practices? There are, are some things, and certainly some of the foundational level changes that we've made in Cerner around some of the hierarchies and event set hierarchies and such have carried over into the inpatient side. I think the workflows are very different. 
so that the one consideration is if you're talking about a physician in their office seeing a patient, it's a very different workflow than, say, a hospitalist in a med surge unit. So we will be going into the hospital looking at doing the same kind of work next. We're going to start with nursing and then move on to the physician component on the inpatient side. So that's what's up for us next year, among other things. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I imagine. Okay. One topic I'd like to touch on is end-user experience. I would imagine that in a competitive area, you really want to make sure physicians are able to access data when they need it. So can you talk about your strategy there and what you're doing to be able to detect issues before they become a problem and act on them? No, that's that's very timely uh, and I think a, a very important focus for us. We have kind of an unofficial motto in IT here, and that's make North Bay an easy place to practice medicine. Everybody's going to have system issues. Everyone's going to have problems. But what we try to do is make sure that we're communicating well and that we're very responsive. And I think if you were to talk to our providers, they would tell you that our Cerner implementation is what it is. Some like it, some don't. You know, some have challenges with it. But they would tell you that we're very responsive to them when they have an issue, and we try to communicate and we try to work with them as best we can on it. We have implemented several tools to try and get out proactively ahead of any kind of issues and and incidents. We adopted a technology from Goliath about two years ago that really tries to kind of monitor what the end user experience is. And if we're starting to see a deviation from the norm, we get alerted. And, you know, the source of that issue may be with our network. The source of the issue may be with Cerner. You know, there can be multiple things, but it gives us a heads up that regardless of the source, the end user is experiencing slowdown or some kind of issue. And that's been a great tool for us and, and very helpful. But there's still a lot more we could do in that space of getting out ahead of those kinds of incidents and issues. And uh, no matter how well we think we're communicating, it could always be better. But that's a big focus yeah. for us. Yeah. And there really are multiple components when it comes to end user experience. And preventing those issues is, is just one of them. You know, I like to tell the story. My brother-in-law is a cardiologist for a large IDN in the Midwest. They wanted to make modifications to their implementation of of Epic. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they made a change request, went through their local IT, went up to their corporate IT, got circulated through this organization that operates in multiple states. And then the answer came back, well, we can't do it because it won't work for this other cardiology group in another state. And my brother-in-law was pretty sure that if they could have got on the phone directly with those cardiologists, they would have wanted the same thing. But that bureaucracy and that cumbersome communication channel made the whole process broke down and, and also took them about six months to get the no back. And that's the kind of thing that we are pretty proud of at North Bay that we think we're able to avoid, again, by being small and being responsive. Right. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.